Folk out there in the Geek Nation, you're currently tuning in to the Cult Pop Yuletide Podcast, episode 57, uh, a wonderful, delightful little uh, bit of a show where we talk about comics, breaking news, rune-powered mm. action Santas, mm-hmm. and all the other things that scratch your nerdy little itches. Huh. We are broadcasting not quite live, so get out of the chat. We're, we can't it's hear on you. On or off. We're um, live or we're not live. We're not, we're not quite live. Yeah. We're not dead. We're, We're undead. Quaint this line. is an undead podcast. We're broadcasting from Yunk Junk HQ, which is a bomb-ass podcast production space in Maniunk, PA. Uh, Dylan, Dylan, our producer, Dylan the Great, is back there on the microphone. He's doing the woot woots. What did I do last time? That's the sound Chunk? of the police. <clears throat> oh, ooh, crap. Ooh. That's oh. the sound of the beast. Thank you. Um, uh, but uh, seriously, though, if anything goes wrong, Dylan did it. What? Well, I, you know, I already don't know the cool. Young Chunk. I don't remember oh, you what it did, was. Yeah, you did it nice we'll last time. We'll go back time. to it, though. Yeah. It's recorded. Young Chunk. Huh. Young Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Holly stuffed Young host, Chunk. Johnny Destructo of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street. It's a rad-ass comic shop that caters to rad ass folks like yourself. So please come by and buy my wares. Uh, with me tonight is Brian. Hi. JD, you're wearing uh, the same clothes oh, as the I last time I looked change. at you. change. Hold on. Oh, jeez. So anyway, uh, I'm just give a play by play. JD is, some of his shirt is coming off like it happens when you, uh, now all of his shirt is off. And this might be the first time I've seen JD topless. We've never gone swimming together. So. This is we, my, we've never gone swimming This together. is a different day now. Yes. I'm wearing different clothes, so uh, this is not the same episode that we just recorded. Um, I mean, they you could have left your pants on. They don't see it. Oh. So. Damn it. All right. Well, if you're going to do it, go all the way. Noel is not with us because he's got the sniffies. He's sick. Oh, no. Yeah. Still? Still sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, it's a full week, and he's still yeah. sick. Um. God damn it. Please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't get into the chat right now because we're not going to see it. Uh, I feel very... You can get it. You can put your shirt I can't back. tell if I feel uncomfortable oh, or, or free. Oh, or if you're free. <laughs> this feels kind of nice. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Uh, but you can email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com. Mm. Uh, we are here tonight to talk about a graphic novel series from Grant Morrison and Dan Mora called... Klaus. Klaus. I was about to ask you, do you... I mean, when I see K-L... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I automatically pronounce it Klaus. Okay. Do you, do you think it's actually just Claus? No. It's Klaus. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, that yeah. is not an incorrect pronunciation. Uh-huh. It's not enforced either. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, like it's Klaus. 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 Or okay. If you want to say Klaus, <laughs> then this by is all the means. man who comes for the winters. <laughs> um, uh, what have you been up to this week, Brian? That's the that's the next segment 
Mm-hmm. What have you been up to this week, Brian? Brian I yeah. love this segment. It's all about you, baby. Yeah. And what I've been up to. Uh-huh. And it is a, a movie uh-huh. called Entitled Family Man. Family Man. How we got there. It's not, is it The Family Man? I don't know. I don't know. If you want to find it, just type Family Man in yeah. or say it. Not <laughs> Family Guy. No. If you want to find Family Guy, then you type that in. Um, so, f- the or family man yeah um stars nicholas cage and tay leone and uh i forgot about her yeah she's she in it i just disappeared after a bit she did although she would to me anyway but she was in something very successful not long ago and oh I yeah i forget what that was but cool. i was very happy about it because i think she's great and don Cheadle, uh ah. well before i knew the first time i saw the movie yeah you know i don't think he'd really hit it big at the time and uh he's great before um, he achieved cheatleness, like prime cheatleness. Before we knew about it. Uh, oh, it's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Uh, and Jeremy Piven, who yes, I like quite a bit. Me too. He's, from that um, show Cupid. Well, I I know him from wait, Cupid. I and Ellen. Him. Oh, I know him from <laughs> Judgment Night. I never saw that. Although I've heard about it. A lot of fun. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, yes, I've always liked him. Uh, and. Uh, yeah. It's also weirdly very similar to a movie called Mr. Destiny, starring Michael Co- uh, Michael Cocaine. <laughs> Michael Cocaine. <laughs> yeah. This is a different movie than the one you've heard of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> both of whom have a, a person receiving like a experience of another life. Yeah. And involve the mystical type person who does that driving up in a car when they are wondering what's happening and explaining it to them. Oh, no It's kidding. weird that they're very similar. We watched Mr. Destiny 2 because uh, tomorrow was, yes. <laughs> Destiny comes back. Yeah. Um, and because uh, tomorrow was like, this is a Christmas, yeah. Because tomorrow, tomorrow was like, keep that sweater. But do whatever you want. So tomorrow was like, oh, let's watch it. Like, let's watch Christmas movie. Let's watch Mr. It's not a Christmas. It does not take place during Christmas, but it has a Christmassy feel because he like learns a lesson about how life should be, what it should be like. So anyway, Family Man, really solid movie. I saw it in the theater when it came out and I, you know, I like really liked it then. And I've seen it a few times in years since um, around the holidays. It is such an enjoyable man gets a glimpse of another life mm-hmm. kind of movie um they do it really well he has he plays a very uh he's a, he's a likable character mm-hmm. you know even when he's in his hard ass money making yeah. you can see he's got you know something nice going on and he does a really kind act which earns him the like the chance right. to see this glimpse right Interestingly, there's one or two characters who don't take that opportunity. At the very beginning and end of the movie, there's like people who might do something good and they don't. And Don Cheadle's character is like, huh? Don Cheadle's the one who provides the chance? He's, yeah, he's like the the mystical entree to this thing. Um, And uh, yeah, oh, Saul Rubinek is also in it. Oh, Ruben. Uh, he's been in a lot of things. He was in, um, he was one of the lead characters in a show called Warehouse 13, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. Um, it's been a great episode of the newer Outer Limits, but he's just been around. In a, he was in Star Trek. Uh, yeah. Oh, he, oh, yeah. Saul Rubinek yeah. was in one of my all-time favorite movies, which was called True Romance. 
Oh, he was in True Romance. He he's in True Romance. He plays the director. Okay. That um the whole the 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 end of the film, the climax of the film takes place in a director's like um hotel room. Okay. He's the director. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He, he he's right? the guy who directs yeah. Coming Home in the Body Bags, and then uh, <laughs> the upcoming sequel, Coming Home in a Body in a Body Bag Two. <laughs> um, he's also in um, the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's great. Oh. Like so many Jewish actors. I loved that. He's one of those guys that, like, I don't know his name, but every time I see him, I'm like, I, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do know his name. Now yeah. you know his name for uh, now. For now. Yeah. What's his name? Paul Rubinek. I'm reading, reading it off of IMDb. All right. So go on. So, so wait, so hold on. All right. The, the thing says, yeah. uh, a fast lane investment broker offered mm -hmm. the opportunity to see how the other half lives, wakes up to find that his sports car and girlfriend have become a minivan and a wife. Yeah. So yeah, I'm assuming sort of. the sports car became his wife yeah. and the girlfriend became a minivan. Do you remember that Just, TV show where the kid would get splashed with water, I think, and he would turn into turn a into, car? Um, yes. It must have been extremely like turn into like you know, the Yeah, he would become a car. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. This was like this was the sequel to yeah. that. <laughs> this is a lot more screaming and yes. blood. Yeah. Um Oh, this is directed by Brett Ratner. He can never swim. He oh, can I did not never know that. Take a shower. Oh, look at uh, that. Yes, yes Brett it was. Ratner of Red Dragon, uh -huh. uh, Rush Hour, X-Men The uh -huh. Last Stand, which is, we don't really talk about that. Um, hmm. Yeah, he, uh, interesting. Really the Revenant, movies. wow, he did direct it. Oh, he's an executive oh, producer on The Revenant. That was, you remember last time? Oh, what, you remember back when we were talking like about- Like a week ago. Like a week ago. Yeah. Um, in that both our time uh -huh. passed, and uh, we were wondering who in Violent Night, there was that guy- that you were like, whoa, wait, what was this guy in? He was the one yeah. holding them hostage. Yeah. I forget his name, Gingerbread Man or something. It wasn't that. Uh, no, he was Krampus. Krampus, yeah. yeah. Um, he was in The Revenant. Thank you. Yes. I haven't seen The Revenant. Neither I, have I. It's on, oh. It's on <laughs> I my you, I list. It up. It's Don't on my remember? list of things. You did, yeah. Yeah, it was, I know, it was yeah. a little while ago. Um, so, okay, so I like these sorts of movies. Mm -hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with my interest in the multiverse. So, yes. and I, before I had a word for it, before I had a multiverse, you yeah. know, a yeah. descriptor for it, I really enjoyed things like this, like, um, um, it's a wonderful life yes, and sliding doors. Mm. Have you ever seen sliding doors? No, I never have. And I've always been, cause I love this kind of thing too. Yeah. For someone if... who likes these sorts of movies, you should mm -hmm. definitely check out sliding doors. It's got a goop. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Um, you think the, the G the and the P stand for Gwyneth Paltrow and the two <laughs> O's are yeah. some other thing? Oop. Yeah. <laughs> Gwyneth Oop Paltrow. <laughs> Gwyneth Oop <laughs> Paltrow. Yeah. Interesting. Is what they are the word. For. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, I'm just, des I just automatically mm -hmm. like these sorts of films you where you catch a, a glimpse life? as to maybe the multiversal version yeah. of yourself. Yeah. Some other what if. Yeah. Which what I if? find really interesting. An um, else world. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you think It's a Wonderful Life was maybe the your, first? maybe my first experience with that idea that like, what if things, what if one thing changed and everything was yeah, different probably. or something was, yeah, probably me too. Yeah. Um, I mean, DC Comics obviously had it and I was reading them at a young age. I don't know when I saw It's a Wonderful Life, but yeah. yeah. I remember it's a, this is a sidetrack. Doesn't no one gives a shit, but like. It's a Wonderful Life was such a mainstay of Christmas time, mm -hmm. and it was always, I think, just playing on television, like C um, uh, TNT. TNT, thank you. Um, that I thought I had seen the whole movie. 
No, he I, fixes it in the end. But I just had kind of the idea of it in my head. And, and you've seen a lot of parodies actually, of it and yeah. references and all that stuff. And I, yeah. You know, and I kind of just poo-pooed it. I was just like, oh, it's a wonderful life, whatever. Yeah. And then one year, I'm probably only about 10, 15 years ago, mm. I actually sat down to watch it, mm -hmm. the whole thing. And I was blown away by really? how good that movie is. That's interesting. It, I have not seen it in a long time. Uh -huh. uh, I saw the play not long ago. In fact, my friend of the show, Ron Pelleccio, yeah, yeah. and uh, Sean yeah. Yates, friend of Brian Lee, um, yeah. the, they, uh, Sean was directing it last year, I believe, and Ron was in it, and I went to see it. And Sean, I think maybe now, uh, is in it at a place called the Candlelight Theater, where he often performs. Very good, if you guys want to go and check something like that out. Right on. Do you know why It's So Wonderful Life played so often, or at least at first? No. The rights were not renewed because it was not a popular movie. So people, stations could air it for free. Wow. So they did. So people assumed, as in the way of things sometimes happen, that it was a Christmas classic because it was on all the time. And then people got to like it. This is what I've heard. This is Whoa. what I've heard. Yeah. That's really neat. Interesting. That's, such right? a, yeah. that's a good story. Shit, I had no idea. There you go. Um, you know, I, I feel like I was having a conversation with someone previously. There's a, a sect of fans out there mm. who will use box office receipts yeah. to... Which it was only recently even something you heard about ever. Right. You know? Yeah, but right. it's like, oh, if, if you... Uh, the Marvels must suck as a movie because right. the box office sucks. And I'm like, do you know how many movies have failed at the box office and are right. now classics? That's true. Not saying that the Marvels is going to be a classic movie, right. but... The fact that there are people who base their opinions on how much money a movie makes yeah, yeah. is really neat to me. I think my retort was like, they don't cut me a check, so it doesn't really affect my right. opinion one way or the other. And like, it's great if other people like something that I thought was good. Yeah. But my feeling that it is good is notwithstanding. Yeah. It does withstand. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> interacted with by yeah. other people not having seen it yeah you know what yeah. i mean so but my point yeah. being is that i i want to say that i went back and was looking at classics that didn't do well in the theater mm -hmm. and one of them was it's a wonderful is that right yeah yeah um and you know sometimes really good art is uh not appreciated until later yeah. because they're uh, it's advanced along a particular path that society has not gone down yep maybe there's some stuff out there that had things been a little bit different, we would now consider classics, mm -hmm. you know? You know, it's also, the other the other direction is kind of interesting as well. There's a lot of movies that have done really well at the box office. Mm -hmm. You look back and you're kind of like, ooh. Yeah. Like, oh, of a time. So yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, so this movie. Yeah. Uh, which I keep wanting to call Weatherman. It was a different another movie starring Nicolas, Nicolas Cage, Cage where he plays a man uh, who, in, in the course of events, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you not seen Weatherman? He has a bow and arrow. Okay. It does cool. not answer your question, yeah. but it sort of does. No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, you know, one thing I really like about Family Man is the treatment of um, his, which life is better, yeah. right? And the fact that neither one is necessarily better, mm -hmm. right? He's, um, I mean, I think the, the, oh, the glimpse that he experiences is better in total, right? But it's not like... Oh, everything's fantastic. And when he comes back from it, he has the opportunity to, uh, you know, change things going forward. There's no, not that you would expect, but there's no like staying in that other reality. Right. And he, uh, you know, can now 
try to build what he had, mm -hmm. um, but in a different way. And That's I just think cool. it's an interesting choice cool. for them. Like, it's not like he comes back and then he realizes, like, oh, I should behave differently in my life. And then, but he maybe can follow a similar path, mm. but different. Yeah. Is is he a jerk in the beginning? He's not a jerk. He's it's just a guy. He's a regular he's, guy, and he's, he's upset. He's like very, very into acquiring money. He's the oh. very young, I think, president of. Or maybe the youth is not part, but he's the president of this uh, investment firm or something like that. He makes people work on Christmas Eve because they're about to make $130 billion. But none of them are like, ah, yeah. you, gotta, you know, like, oh, we got to go home. They're all into make money, too. And yeah. they're like, not super into it, but they're going to do it. He's going to go work on Christmas and he calls them in for an emergency strategy session right mm -hmm. before the, the uh, experience that he has. And they're not into it, but yeah. it's not. He also. Um, he's not Scrooge. No, no, like he's kind to people. He, you know, or like interacts friend in a friendly way with okay. people that he sees. And he does, with no prompting, he like tries to avert a dangerous situation sure. and um and does, and that's what earns him this, oh, this okay. experience. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, his friendship with Jeremy Piven is really fun. Um, his finding out like what happened because he's he's gonna leave uh to go away to london to like study in van he'll be back in a year right yeah. and he never comes back in the original time okay and in this one he still leaves but he comes back a day later uh -huh. which is an interesting choice yeah and then like a couple of events happen and it just completely changes the course of what he was going to do with his life and they lay it out in a in a just a solid way the kid that plays the little girl is great. She's fun. They have a great interaction between the two of them. Mm -hmm. She thinks he's an alien, so like she knows that he's not her dad because he behaves differently. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's really it's, cool. Uh, it's an innovative take on the like, what if? Yeah. Um, what if things were different? Story, and it ends in a cool way. Um, that's great. Yeah. I have to check that out again. Yeah. I remember watching it a, a while ago. Mm -hmm. The year 2000, I believe, is, is probably right? when I saw it. It was 23 years um, ago. And um, I, I was like, oh, that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Because I, if you've watched the show, which you haven't because you're on it, um, I'm show. not a big, this show, <laughs> I'm not a big Nicolas Cage fan. Yeah. Although and you seem to be. Now I'm kind yeah. I, I feel like yeah. I'm begrudgingly becoming a Nick Cage More fan. More of a grower. Which I... <laughs> When, it's then true. A shower, I started when it off, comes to Nick Cage. It's not I'm not a shower, but I'm no, a grower. But now you're yeah. up for it. Um, which leads me to Mandy, which is oh. the movie that I've been up to this week, huh? How does it lead you to that? Because Nicolas Cage is in it. What? Yes. He's in two movies. Yeah. Twenty three years apart. Um, so I love horror movies uh -huh. and I don't get to I used to have like horror movie nights like once a week, I would watch horror movies uh, with friends and stuff like that. We'd go to the theater, and my life's a little different now. But there's a theater, there's a theatrical release of a horror movie that you no. can see once a week. Oh, okay. But right. we would, if we could, we would Sometimes. go to a movie. Sometimes yeah. I got you. Um, but no. so these days, um, I've been able to carve out a little bit of time with my friends to have a horror movie night, and we had all decided to watch Mandy. Oh, is um, it a horror movie? It is, oh, yes, it is. Is that right? It is. Okay. Um, and the enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen oh. propelling a man into a spiraling, surreal rampage of vengeance. Oh. And it's directed by Panos Cosmatos. Oh. Or Cosmatos. 
I, I j didn't know this until I just looked it up on IMDb. Also directed um, Tombstone. Really? The Western. Oh. Yeah. How about that? What an awesome, awesome hmm. Western film. Is that a um, remake of an earlier movie? I don't think so. Okay. It might be. I'm not a big right, Western right, right. guy. Okay. But I don't think okay. so. Okay. Interesting. Story. Um, so yeah, and this stars Nicolas Cage, Andrea Riseborough, and Linus Rauch, Roche, uh, who's another. He played another bad guy in another movie that I watched last year called The Apology, mm. which was something else. That was a nice little closed set kind of. Um, everything happens in one location. Was he just apologizing movie? for things that he had done? <laughs> like I'm sorry. Sort of. Oh, is it violent too? It's. It goes in ways that you don't expect. It's starring um, the woman who played the wife on um, Breaking Bad. It, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Skylar White is her Skylar. character's name. Yeah. And but she's the, she, was, she is the star of this hmm. movie. And it is a woman whose daughter has gone missing maybe about 10 years ago. Yeah. And she still hasn't given up hope. She's still putting up flyers. She's still trying her best to keep the search going, mm -hmm. um, and then it goes on from there. Oh, it is very, very good. Um, and it's if you like plays, I feel like it's a very good kind of play. I like it's, plays. It's got two actors. Okay. For the majority the of the film. Two-hander. Yeah. That's what they call it in plays. Oh yeah. I think so. And and TV, I think. Um. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So Mandy, I didn't know what to expect. I have been getting on sort of a Nicolas Cage kick, mm -hmm. uh, because I really enjoyed Five Nights at No. Not Five Nights at Freddy's. You did not. You enjoyed the, other the one, one that you saw with Nicolas Cage. Roughly concurrently. Um, Wally's. Wally's World. Wally's Wally's Wonderland. That's where they were Willy's going. Willy's Wonderland. In. Wally World we got is there. where they were going. Willy's in Wonderland. Um, yes. So walking yeah. in a Willy Wonderland. And um, all right. This movie, I think, was an interesting watch. I think that I needed more drugs. Okay. I didn't do Wait, any anything, drugs. You know, no drugs. Go. You needed more. I needed some drugs. Okay. Because it is, a, not only is, is, do some of the characters take LSD, mm -hmm. the movie itself from beginning to end mm. feels like it's trying to show you, the audience, what life might be like on LSD. Okay. All of the, all the, it seems like the characters, all of the characters are on LSD. Interesting. Um, and it's shot that way. All of the colors are sort of psychedelic. The mm -hmm. camera movement psychedelic. It, it definitely has a drug fueled mm -hmm. vibe the entire time, even before the violence happens. It had a drug fueled vibe even before the violence. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's definitely it's definitely a very specific sort of film. Mm -hmm. Who's who's seeking vengeance in this? Nicholas Cage. He's the vengeance seeker. He is the vengeance seeker. He is from the regular family who has been set yep. by this cult and now he's mm -hmm. going at something happened and now he's going after them yep he and his wife live mm -hmm. in a very cool little house mm -hmm. in the middle of the woods and he is a logger he, logger. he like cuts down trees logger yeah yeah i guess um, does he sell the logs okay and um what's his does he get by logs he gets by on logs he gets by on logs all right don't we all um not really so yeah, and then and then the violence happened. Okay. And then he goes on a it's a revenge story. And there's a demon involved. There are demons involved. Multiple demons. Who are the hench people of, of the cult? Yes. Who are regular humans. Yes. But they had magical powers. They were able to enhench demons. Yeah. Okay. Enhench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this movie, I think if you're a big horror fan and you like um watching movies that look like they were made uh with drugs, um <laughs> I feel like you could probably snort the film. Okay. Um I, I would recommend it. I don't know if I'm ever gonna revisit it, but it definitely has stuck with me. What if you were on LSD? That I would definitely revisit it. What about mushrooms. I've never done mushrooms, I don't know. Okay. But anyway, um yeah, it's it's not something I'd recommend to Brian. It is not up your alley in the slightest. Especially if I was on LSD. Yeah. I don't think I would enjoy that. Um, but yeah. Uh, Dylan, have you seen um, Mandy? Are you, are you aware of it? I have not. I almost watched it. I read the description on Hulu. It sounded interesting. Mm -hmm. um, what happened? I probably just watched you 30 Rock or something. 30 Rock. Yeah. It's a good yeah. show. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I just finished rewatching that. Just, one of my comfort. Could do with a rewatch. Yeah, shows. it's definitely been yeah. in that rotation yeah. for me. I would also yeah. say that this there are movies that I enjoy in a group, and there are mm -hmm. movies I enjoy by myself. Mm -hmm. I sat and I watched the Apology by myself. Okay. Because it's a very sort of serious kind Closed of in. take a look at something, yeah, yeah. and I was able to just yeah. absorb it that way and, and by myself. This movie I think is better with a crowd. Like a fun experience, if you like that kind of thing. Uh, just it's the not vibe, fun. the energy the of the crowd. Yes, the vibes and the you. energy. I got yeah. you. Um, that so, was yeah. fun. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, I would. I don't know if it's a movie I would recommend no. to a lot of people. What about the song, Mandy? How's it go? I don't know. I think Barry Manilow, right? I don't know. Hey there, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a letter he wrote. Oh yeah. No, it's uh, I don't know. It's really it's... cracked open the nostalgia box for There's me. Something. <laughs> There's a reference to it on The Simpsons, if sure. that is Mandy. And uh, I don't know, this whole time you've been saying Mandy, I've been thinking, like, there's some other much more uh, cogent association for me. Sure. And I'm like, oh, this is Mandy. Gotcha. I cannot think. I've been thinking of Brandy, the song, Mandy Moore. None Doesn't of, matter. None of them. Doesn't matter to you. Um, or <laughs> the majority of the population. Right. So we're here to discuss Klaus. 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 Yes. Although he's Nordic, right? Or Germanic, I yeah. guess. So still, if it's Klaus. I feel like that's germane to the conversation. Thank you for bringing it up. Um, Klaus uh, is a graphic novel series from Grant Morrison and Dan Moore. What we have here, uh, Noel, poor little devil, uh, little sick fella, he lent us his kickstarted version Very of it. Cool. So this is a lovely slipcover, which is, oh, it's quite fit um, well you like them tight I do yeah I do like a tight fit so you do you go on about it here we, here's this, here's where we're it's go? really nice where we're go? very well um, bound it's oh it's I was gonna say you know what it's missing it's not missing it's got a ribbon right there tucked um, in it's got the gilded silver now metallic here's the thing. pages I think right you said it earlier it was gilded I yeah. was like yes although no I don't think it is gilded oh shit did I miss that's that word gold Specifically, oh, yeah? shoot, it's like argented or whatever the word for in, in silvering something. Silvered, it's silvered, it's been silvered, and you open it up, Christmas and it's sweater. got Christmas sweater That's print. That's very cool. Um, and Brian, do yeah, you want to tell the folks mm -hmm. what Klaus is about? I would like to. Um, and it is about uh, this guy, Klaus, mm -hmm. who is. Uh, like a wild man, he was found as a baby out on the ice. His mother had uh, 
had died. And so he's raised uh, by this family in this town. And um, it is the origin of a Santa, right? Mm -hmm. So there's some uh, Nordic magic. It's this classic kind of like little town that is something terrible is happening because of the ruler of the town is not leading the people well. He's up to something. Yeah. And um, so it's the story of how this guy, Klaus... Grimsvig is the name of the Grimsvig. town. Grimsvig. It's a, yes. it's, a, it's a lovely little hamlet. It is a lovely little <laughs> hamlet. I did and, it. Well, it used to be. Oh, it's it, true. It is it's by true. the end of the yeah. story. But yeah. yeah. It's also the Lady Dagmar, which is the same name as the, uh, the mother in Enchanted on Netflix by Matt Groening. Uh, I'm like, this is not a name that I've heard before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know what the association is or if this just is a name. Um, so anyway, he, it's, it's the story of him uh, deciding to bring presents to these children where presents have been outlawed. It's a very classic kind of tale. Footloose. Yes. Right? With presents classic instead footloose. of dancing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like one of the, uh, what, do you, what do you call them? The wooden ones with the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I, now I forget. Rankin and Bass. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like one of those had a town where uh, Christmas wasn't happening. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, I think okay. so. Um, and uh, maybe the perhaps the seminal one with the heat, the heat miser and the cold miser. Oh, yeah. uh, it's been so long since I've seen them. I don't know. Yeah. We did a rendition of it on a previous Christmas episode. Did we? We did. Oh. Uh, and uh, so he, you know, and how he gets his magic and how he becomes the Klaus that we know. Now. Sort of. So uh, we were assigned mm -hmm. three tasks. Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. three um, Three books to read. Yes, our I readings read, three. I Noel read, called them. I read the one. You read, read your, the, the readings one. Uh, yes, I read one uh -huh. reading, uh -huh. which is basically the, nothing. the origin of. I said good day, sir. Uh, just it's the first Klaus. It's and, the first Klaus. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's his origin story mm -hmm. and um, how he becomes the immortal Santa Claus. Yes. Yeah, the the Santa. The a Santa, as mm -hmm. you would have learned. No shit. And you are now learning, yeah. to your disgrace, uh, because you did not read the other yeah. two. Although I am but, going to. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. excellent. Because did you like mm -hmm. Klaus? I did like Klaus. Do you mean the totality or the first volume? Because I'll answer them both. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. But I liked one more than the other. Um, yeah. The first volume I thought was cool and fun, but mm -hmm. not... Uh, didn't really catch a hold of me. Mm -hmm. The art is amazing. Yeah. Dan Mora's art is is great. And the storytelling is great. I mean, Grant Morrison is uh, an able storyteller. Mm -hmm. It didn't have anything that wild or... Uh, Grant Morrison type. <laughs> yes. You know, um, Grant Morrison can be a very um, uh, ethereal. Abstract. Abstract. Ethereal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, writer. And Santa's sleigh was certainly that mm -hmm. the idea that he is empowered by these northern lights these spirits um of the northern it's lights like, or, yeah sort of other dimensional beings yes yeah. uh very uh much in uh stuff Grant Morrison has done before yeah. applied yeah, to yeah. santa claus yes he's a, a norse guy which i thought was cool in this vein um and uh so that was cool. And yes, like I said, like the sleigh is this like abstract light mm -hmm. construct mm -hmm. that is is cool and is the kind of thing that you would say like if you lived back then, I imagine 
oh, that's magic. Yeah. Like, that is some crazy, even though it looks kind of sci-fi uh, to us now, kind of. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I thought it was cool. The specials yeah. were where I really uh, got to enjoy this character. He's oh. set up. Um, he's on these. I read, um, I think, it, I don't know if it's straight from Grant Morrison, but that they decided they wanted to do something like a Doctor Who Christmas specials. Oh, where fun. for years now, uh, they have done that where there's just this one off story, mm -hmm. this crazy thing happens, and you know, it's heartwarming in some way and yeah. what have you. Um, so they did that, and it's great. They take place at different times. One of them is around now and involves this uh, backstory about Klaus had been imprisoned on the moon for a few decades, oh. involved having involved himself in a uh, moon civil war, a Moontian civil war. What? Yes. Oh. This is just mentioned. He's just yeah. coming back from this, uh -huh. right? He got out. And um, they. I had read that one accidentally first, just the first few pages. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, is this... You know, am I missing something? It's not at all addressed yeah. in the earlier thing. No. Right? It's just this backstory. So it takes place around now and involves um, Geppetto mm -hmm. of Pinocchio's yeah. uh, acquaintance and um, the Winter Witch that they go and there's like a, a scheme that is happening. The Winter Witch doesn't really say anything. The... The Yule Lads, which is another tradition. Of, oh, I don't know the Yule Lads. They're um, Swedish or Norse or uh, some Norse, I think. Um, and uh, they're like kind of like the elves, yeah. and they help out. I think they deliver presents as well. Oh. Some of them have been turned by the Winter Witch, oh. right? Um, but it, but the story turns out in a in a cool way of like. Uh, I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to spoil anything. Spoil but it's just yeah. it was a satisfying. Uh, Christmas special kind of thing. Um, and so it's revealed over these that there are other Santas, that Same. other people who function in this way that are the Santas of other cultures. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. One that. of which is uh, uh, Tamara, I, my fiance, um, grew up in Armenia. And this was the uh, winter figure that she knew growing oh, up, or okay. one of them, the yeah. grandfather Frost and his granddaughter, who huh. are like um, sort of warriors in this, mm -hmm. but uh, are a Santa, I don't think, it became more popular during the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's not specifically associated with Christmas, yeah. but it's a winter gift-giving figure who's very similar. And so they were in this, and I thought that was cool. That is cool. And Sounds a little bit like Graham Morrison's uh, Batman Inc. Yes. Right? We're almost like a multiverse of Santas mm -hmm. that are all... It's not a multiverse. They're yeah. all just like uh, in... Um, in Sandman, they yeah. play with this kind of idea, like the gods are real because people believe in yes. them. And uh, although they never get too into like how Santa gets his power, how Klaus gets his powers, or anything like that. They do kind of mention one of them is a little weak because uh, people are moving away from, after the fall of the Soviet Union, people are moving away from belief yeah. in him. Uh, so they do that. Um, there's another story about, it's uh, something like the Tears from a Snowman. Mm -hmm. The snowman is crying, something like that. Yeah. And it involves this snowman and um, 
uh, some more Norse mythology and uh, and an asteroid or a something. It's very cool. These yeah. are really cool. I I really enjoyed them more than the original one. He's he's fully empowered. He's uh, Santa having crazy adventures. Mm -hmm. It's not like oh he was a warrior and then he became Santa. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and the final one was like kind of just a series of um, images. That one I read. Life. Yeah, that yeah. one had come out, I think, recently after the first time I read the first volume. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. I'm going to jump into this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's just a bunch of posters. Yeah. It was cool having read the other two. Yeah. It was like, oh, that was cool. It seemed more like the kind of thing that came after another story that yeah. is just it's like not something, back up. It's too. not something you would buy an issue of, no. in my estimation. Right, I was like, right. Why would you buy this? You just put this at the back of the trade paperback. Right. Yeah. This Which is extra was... stuff. Not... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, they. I think the plan is to do it every Christmas. Oh. So I don't know if that has already been shown not to be the case. I don't know when the no. last one came. Okay. No. The first um, one was like 2015. Okay. So it's been a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun seeing the like magic-y Santa stuff. Oh, there's a um, Hola Cola is mm. a, a hinted at villain and then um it's you know coca-cola heavy on the polar bears yeah, yeah. and they uh you know they want christmas and it's uh, it's cool okay yeah it's really fun so last last episode we were talking about uh, a, a christmas violent movie yes. called violent night yes starring uh david harbour as santa claus and it's mm -hmm. basically die hard meets actual santa mm-hmm and your problem with that movie was one of the issues that you had in your your naughty list yeah. was that the powers of the Santa were defined. Ill defined. Yeah. Do you find that the powers of the Santa in the Klaus series are defined enough for you? Ill defined. Yeah. Well enough anyway. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're like mystical. He can do some stuff. He doesn't have them for the majority of the introduction. Yeah. First volume, yeah. Um, yeah, which I remember thinking afterwards, I was like, ah, oh, it would have been cool to see him as the Klaus he becomes a little bit more, which I then got, got. subsequently yeah. in these other things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you don't know exactly what his deal is, but he's a, a powerful, immortal warrior who can also tell who is naughty and who is nice yeah. and has... It doesn't um, go against what I would expect, mm -hmm. like Violent Night did, where it's like, oh, it... I haven't been. It hasn't been explained to me that he doesn't have some immortal stuff going right. on. Does, Whereas, does this after? Because I've again, I've only read the first volume. Again. Where at the end, he becomes imbued with sort of like this cosmic energy, yeah. which gives him powers. Yeah. In the follow-up volumes, mm -hmm. does he take hit points? Does he take damage? He he can. Um, have something happen to him, right? Like he, the threat of death is is not gone. Okay. Um, if he, how much fights he, how much fighting he gets into? Yeah, I would say so. I don't remember. It's not like a breeze. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. He's going up against other very powerful figures. Um, oh, I see. And he not like just humans. No, he doesn't just mow down your yeah. humans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swings his sword cheerfully Thank God and with I got glee. Timmy a machine gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so he, uh, like, he needs help when, yeah, okay. from other uh, winter figures. Nice. There's a goat involved who oh. I forget I have heard of. Um, that's an interesting page you've got there. When he becomes 
the clouds, clouds his yeah. heart the Santa. becomes more like ice yeah which is interesting um and uh yeah i would say he's yeah he embodies enough of what i would see this version of santa being yeah and he seems to fit um he's got a a wolf friend uh who he goes around with elsa or lily lily yeah yeah lily um which and i don't remember from any no christmas mythologies not that i'm aware of although there's a lot of different stuff going on um some of it comes you know odin one of his other names was yulnir and a lot of modern santa i've heard uh take some of its cues from depictions of odin in, oh, okay. in that in that aspect yeah i'm seeing a sort of bat cave a sort of bat cave uh, can I get a better look at that so I can see what its deal is? I don't know if you read that bit. This is... I did read. I read all of it. Okay, so that is Grandfather Frost's uh, uh, place. Gotcha. It's a really cool-looking ice castle in, uh, I guess, the North Pole. I'm not sure. So I guess and... it's, it's sort of a mix of the... Fortress of Solitude and the Batcave. Yeah, kind Looks of. Like, right? Yeah, and there's some high-tech stuff going on in yeah. there. Yeah, it's got a, yeah. got a Klaus mobile. Of some oh, more sort. than you know. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool mythological figures in a modern tech environment. Like, not that that's modern. It's like yeah. sci-fi kind of. But yeah, it's fun seeing the other ones, seeing his team-ups are fun. Mm -hmm. There's the... The play of the snowman character, like how his narrative plays out, is is very cool and satisfying. Awesome. Um, and there's a sort of Krampus figure. In, oh, I mean, there's a definite Krampus figure in, in the, the first oh, one. in the first one. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, there's more of a wolf figure in the later thing. Gotcha. But um, yeah, the Krampus uh, figure being the nemesis, uh, the eventually revealed nemesis of the first one, is cool. Yeah, the, the voice in the wall. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, I loved the first volume. We had okay. done it at the Hero Complex for Book Club mm. a couple Christmases back. Okay. And um, just the fact that, because I, I saw it had come out, and I was like, I'm not going to care about this. This yeah. doesn't seem like something that I'm, I'm, I really give a shit about. Yeah. Uh, I, the fact that Grant Morrison wrote it, I was like, oh, that's neat. That's an mm -hmm. interesting choice for him. But also, he is not a... One hundred times, yes, for many people. Yeah, yes, he is uh, most times for me. Yeah, some of the time, like a lot of the times, he writes some of the best stuff. Yep, that, and then uh, that I the know. And then the other times, I'm like, Oof, that was a waste a of lot. my times. Yeah. Well. Um. So, uh, and I did not know the name Dan Mora at the time. Right. Dan Mora has since become one of my top five exactly. contemporary artists. Yeah. I love his comic book work. It's a lot of fun. His superhero stuff on um, World's, World's Finest. Finest is fantastic. Yes. Once in Future was excellent. Once in Future, yep, yeah, I'm reading that right now. Is that right? Yeah. It's so, so good. So um, I was really pleasantly surprised by Grant Morrison's Klaus. I thought it was really, really fun. The, um, um, yeah, I like the revelation at the end. I like, because when you first go to Grimsvig the town mm -hmm. it's like oh there's no, you're not allowed to have any fun yeah, no Christmas like, that's yeah, weird no why Yule, that's so it. dumb uh, yeah. but then you find out the reasoning for it 
Uh-huh. And then you find out the guy didn't like fun. The other reasoning for it. Yeah. So there's actually kind of layers that you're mm-hmm. either peeled back a little bit here that I really enjoyed. Um, and um, it was just a really fun Santa story. Yeah. It's, and it's sort of like this kind of heavy metal vibe. This like oh, that's interesting. Nordic metal kind of. Um, oh, yeah, I guess they do uh, go for that sometimes feels like it right i would say not to me i mean i don't i don't make that association normally because i'm not too aware of the metal community but i've heard that that they uh um associate themselves with Mm -hmm. that kind of thing but to me i really like norse mythology Mm -hmm. um i have a particular interest in it and i thought that was cool just layering that into because it's very much where a lot of santa modern santa's roots are Mm -hmm. and i think it's cool when uh there are stories about that and to have it be uh Part of to a, show those roots yeah and, yeah and a fun kind of yeah vibrant story like the fun parts of and it's, you know, yeah. it also feels hopeful very much so you know it starts yeah. off kind of dreary there's mm-hmm. um the things to be overcome but at the end it does yeah. feel i find that like, in a lot of stories in the beginning i'm real bummed out yeah. <laughs> you know and I'm like well, will we ever get out of this and you don't always though that's true. Sometimes right? like, things start out well. And they get worse. And they get worse. And sometimes yeah. they just stay like comedies. Sometimes it's okay. <laughs> you know, like most of the time. Um, um, would you recommend Klaus? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely recommend Klaus. Um, especially if you like that more um, old world side of Santa, the mystical side of Santa. Uh, this was, there's not a lot of things other than like, uh, figures and drawings yeah. <laughs> that you might have right, yeah. in your house that are stories about that. And um, so this is really cool. I did want to, you talked about the hopefulness of the story yeah. and I really enjoyed the journeys of some of the characters. I don't want to say which one now yeah. because it really gives that away, but one of the characters has a very um, uplifting arc, which I wondered what they were going to do with this character. Are you talking about volume one? Volume one. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised by that because we're introduced yeah. to a character. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, I know who this character yeah. is. I know who he's going to be by the end. He's a real shit face. And then at the end, yeah. I was like, he's oh, not a shit face at all. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but he, it, it's a, it's a, it's a twist that wouldn't necessarily be unexpected. It maybe if uh, in a different story, but this one I, I could have seen going either way, yeah. and I really didn't see it coming. Um, that it would turn around that much and in that way. Um, I also, did you find yourself wondering, is this Mrs. Claus? Will she also get these abilities and say, right? And um, uh, she doesn't, which I don't think is much of a spoiler for it, but I liked uh, what they did about their relationship Mm -hmm. and um, another unusual thing for an immortal character that is just like, oh, why don't we do this? This would be nice, right? And yeah, I'm really excited to to hear if you like the next ones and what yeah. you think about them. And they definitely have a different flavor because now we're in it. You yeah, know, yeah, he's just mystical action Santa Claus um, who doesn't even really have white hair. Do you notice his hair kind of changes? It's all the way black, and then sometimes there's some white in it. Oh no! Throughout it, yeah, no. uh, I which I thought that. was interesting. Oh, that is neat. And you know, he never really gets. Two Santa of an outfit. Yeah. Although I do, I was about to ask you some of the elements that are part of the mythology of mm-hmm. the Santa. Yeah. Is dealt with in the first volume, oh, like cool. the 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 soldiers 
um, armor is the red oh, and they white. they wear that. That he never really <laughs> wears. I mean, he wears the cloak and with the yeah. hood. Um, but yes, I thought that that was interesting. And Grimsvig's town colors are red and white. Yep. And they have meaning. Yep. Um, oh, speaking of that, I also liked the runestones that gave him his power. Mm -hmm. uh, they, the fact that they are runestones comes up in the other ones as well. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought, oh, wait, that's not. Sorry. I'm they, flipping through the book and distracted because yeah, it's so very gorgeous. Good. And um, they show a lot of other alternate covers, which are really great in yeah. these collected editions. And um, some of the stuff that happens in the alternate covers, like, it never occurs mm -hmm. in it, but it's still cool. And, uh, mm, cool. I forgot it again. Yeah, yeah. That was it happened gone, earlier. Huh? That, you mean last week? Yeah, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it earlier? I, yeah, Sometimes I highly I recommend Klaus, uh, at least volume one. I can speak to that one. Mm -hmm. I am going to go home and start the next volume. Yeah. That's how much I enjoyed reading it today. Here's um, what it was. Oh, t hit me. In the, in the very beginning of the first of the specials, they talk about how he's like, oh, but who's been, you've been gone. Who's been delivering presents? I was thinking that when he's on the moon. Right? Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, who's delivering the presents? And he's like, I don't do that anymore. There got to be too many people. I've relied on other Santas and um, parents yeah. to help out with that. That also happened in Violent Night. Did it? Yeah, he, he mentions how he's ago. he's not really um, needed anymore. Oh, he only delivers to, to, yeah. to kids who yeah. are in need. Of... You know, which does solve a, a sort of recently common Christmas jape yeah. is that in these movies where Santa Claus is real, but people don't believe in him, but where he brings you, presents. Where do you think all the presents came from right. that you didn't buy? Where, yeah. Is this how you think the world works? Yeah. But you believe in these presents appearing. Mm -hmm. Santa Claus is, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, presents appear. That is known. There's probably a Christmas yeah. fairy. Right. Yeah. Some kind of, like a jolly older elf. Yeah. <laughs> but Santa? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and this answers those questions. It's yeah. like, yeah, he's around in very different ways. Yeah. Um, it, but And I thought that was cool. I, I obviously think that what they did with his Nordic background in yeah. Klaus was done in a much more satisfying way yeah, <laughs> than course. in... Uh, Violet, Violet Night, Night, which yeah. they both had. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway. Um, I highly recommend Klaus Volume 1. Brian recommends all three volumes of Klaus. I recommend it all. Nice. Yes. Um, this, like I said, um, it's too late. It's too late, suckers. You can't yeah. get one of these, I don't think. Um, Maybe Noel, Noel would be willing to part with it for $1 million. Oh, I, I bet he would. You think so? Um, you could probably buy another one for You know less. what? I'll, I'll yeah. part with it for $1 million. It's in my hands. That's true. So, Noel, this, it's mine now. Yeah. Give, give me a million dollars. And then it won't um, be JD's anymore. So yeah, this is a lovely Kickstarter that he uh, funded, which also came with the pen and ink of volume one. So it's oh, just yeah? super big um, art by Dan Mora with commentary by Grant Morrison That's and awesome. Dan Mora. So um, I just thought it was pretty cool and I thought I'd show it to you. So thank you, Noel, for letting us borrow this. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could also get it yeah. from Noel. Yep. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with us. There you go. And we'll talk at you later. Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. 
Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.